0: Praise the Lord. I love you all, and I'm so thankful for each and every one of you. Well, when Pastor Nikki asked me to speak, I was almost immediately under attack. (laughs) I knew pretty quickly that, one, it was the Lord's will, and two, that it would be difficult. But I'm so thankful for Emily um, and her bravery and how she talked to us, and it just I, I know, Emily, that it helped the whole church. I'm just so thankful for it. So, here we go. Um, it, I knew it would be difficult, but the Lord soon confirmed it, and that just brought me to rest. So, um, anyway, um, that afternoon, as I began to write a few things down on paper, the word behold kept coming to me. Behold means to gaze upon, to observe. That night at church, the first song we sang was... Behold our God. Um, the second day, yesterday, I got out of be- bed with, Behold what manner of love the Father hath bestowed upon us. Um, the third confirmation <laughs> was my, my father um, had it on his heart to call Derek yesterday, and Derek had it on his heart to call my father. <laughs> and um, during that talk, um, Derek shared that I was going to speak and my father felt the Lord show him that the Lord would help me and that I was supposed to speak so I come to you (laughs) with the Lord and I just know that the Lord's going to help us tonight so tonight as I give a part of my life um, a witness of the Lord I, I want you to behold him only him So I'm going to talk about several people, but I just want us all to behold him in the beauty of the Lord because it's all to his glory and praise. So um, this is what came to me um, that afternoon. Behold, you are good. Your faithfulness is endless. Your love is boundless and knows no measure. Your kindness knows no end. You are my rock and my redeemer. Behold the goodness of the Lord. Yea, though I walk, I will never fear. Your truth remains a steadfast pillar. How good it is to be your bride. Your mercy climbs the tallest mountain, searches the deepest desert in the wilderness of my soul. Behold, you are there. That was what the Lord gave me to behold. The word behold kept kept coming back to me. 1 John 3 says, Behold what manner of love the Father hath bestowed upon us. Many of you have known me since I was a little girl. My family moved to Kokomo, Indiana when I was about, I think I was about five years old. We lived here for a short time and then moved back to my hometown of Springfield, Missouri. But in that time... Um, the Lord did big things in that short amount of time. God did big things one. I was saved here in Kokomo, Indiana um, we were living with Tom Katowski and my sister and I my middle sister Erin and I were cleaning Our room and she asked me if I had ever given my heart to the Lord And I said I hadn't she asked if I wanted to and I said that I did so we knelt by our bed that we shared, this twin bed, two girls. We shared this bed, and um, we prayed to the Lord. And um, I asked Jesus to come into my heart and to forgive me of all my sin. And um, my father came in around that time and prayed for it, for me. And I remember running um, gleefully full of just all this joy to tell my mother about my salvation. Um, Also in that short time, God planted seeds for what was to come in my future later on. I am the third daughter to Mark and Barna Skillion, two of the most passionate followers and lovers of Jesus that I have ever known. They are true saints of God, and to all um, glory be to God, they have lived and raised us girls to walk with, with God. To grow up in their home was to be loved from the very moment they knew of my existence. To be loved with such a love is like a soldier's armor. To this very day, it has, the, it has by the power of the Holy Spirit, shaped who I am as a person, as a woman, as a follower of Jesus. It, it shaped how I view my God, my view of the world, and how I interact with people it has um, shaped me as a wife and a mother as well. Because, you see, it was the, the love of Jesus pouring out of them and into me. So praise the Lord. Behold the goodness of the God. Um, it helped me form a vision along with my wonderful husband of what our home should be and how to raise our sons, how to love them so that our relationships with them would be like that soldier's armor passed down to them. Uh, My father was about 15 years old, praying and lamenting before the Lord that he had no godly heritage. He came from a broken home, and God told my father that he would start a godly heritage with him. The starting is how he prays daily for each of his family. Each person must choose to follow. But God has done, truly done his part with the starting. That is what he told me in a text today when I asked him permission to share that part of the story. Um, he prays daily from that position Having put his hand to the plow, he can't look back, but presses daily to endure, to overcome the end. All of the promises are for the overcomer. The world, the flesh, and the devil may tell you horrible lies and throw darts of doubt your way, and you might struggle for a small season, but then you quickly stand. You remember, you stand on the knowledge of who God is and who you are in him because you know and believe the words of your father and your mother, and it resounds within your soul because of what the Lord has said through them. The devil is a a liar, and you need to resist all the words of the devil. My parents would say different things repeatedly through um, my child and my growing up, and those words continue to help me to this day. They would tell me about how the devil is out to steal, kill, and destroy. He is our enemy, and we must stand against him. We are on the winning side. (laughs) Praise God. You've got to keep yourself encouraged, they would say. All discouragement is of the devil. Um, And of course, one of my favorites that I tell my boys over and over again you can't ever go by your feelings. They, they told me that over and over again, and I tell my boys over and over again, and I trust that as they grow that these things will resound and help them through their walk with God. My father would talk about God's kingdom. God will have his way, and he will establish his kingdom. I'm so thankful for growing up. Um, my father would talk to us about the kingdom of God. He would often tell the story of when a family friend, Jack Leftwich, had come to visit, and my dad was so excited to talk to him about the deep things of the kingdom of God. He just couldn't wait, <laughs> but he kept having to wait because Jack was in the kitchen talking to my mom. He was talking to my mom about us girls and just everyday things and how we were doing and probably about our school because my mom homeschooled us. Um, He said then that the Lord revealed to him that Jack was talking about the kingdom of God. Our homes, our lives, our children are all part of the kingdom of God. We are a part of his kingdom and a part of what he is trying to establish on this earth. What he will establish. Praise the Lord. May his will be done in our lives. I just love God's revelation to my father that all these seemingly small things are apart and connected to the greatness of, of the kingdom of God. Behold the goodness of God to give him such a vision. Um when I was eighteen years old, the Lord placed Derek Kidwell upon my heart. It was like I was just walking along and God opened my heart up and placed him right there inside of it, just plop, right inside. (laughs) I didn't even know know Derek at the time. Um, Of course, I didn't know him, but I knew of him. I knew of his family. We would see him and his family at church. Um, My middle sister Erin and I would visit our oldest sister Heather, who had married a man from this church. God actually used several people from this church to help to confirm to us that this was the Lord's will. One couple who probably doesn't even know that the Lord helped in this way were the Budenhagens. One time Aaron and I were driving to church with them and they just all of a sudden started talking about Derek. I don't know if you remember that. But they just started talking about Derek. He was a police officer, and it just seemed so random, but it wasn't random at all. It was part of God's plan, and God used it to work in my heart. My heart started beating quite fast, and he still makes my heart beat fast. (laughs) Praise God. Um, Another precious saint from this church was Irma Hicks who we miss very much, and we're so thankful for her life, Tim. He, she she means so much to us. And behold the goodness of the Lord who gave her to us for such a long time. We're so thankful for her. Derek was an usher at the time, and he was helping Irma to her car um, after church, and she asked him if he had ever thought about that Laura girl. <laughs> And God was just using her to confirm to Derek that that I was his girl. <laughs> it was so sweet, and I'm so thankful for it. God also used Jody Hollis as a confirmation to Derek. She had been in prayer um, for Derek, and my face came to her up from the floorboards. Behold the goodness of the Lord. Jody's prayers and love have helped. Derek and I through so much over the years. I'm sure many could say that. Praise the Lord. God also worked through my brother-in-law, David Hill, my sister Heather, and another awesome couple, Jonathan and Ruth Ann, with a little God-ordained matchmaking to bring us together. Um, last, last month, we celebrated our 20th year, our 20th anniversary, so we're so thankful. We're loving each other. Behold the goodness of the Lord. He gave me a prince among men. Praise the Lord. About a year passed and Derek received a job here in Kokomo. I'll have to wait for his testimony to hear about that. (laughs) So we moved to Kokomo and a short time later God gave us our firstborn son Gideon. Gideon Wilson Kidwell. The beginning of our strength. It was a It has been a pure delight to be his mother. I'm so thankful for the call on his life and that his answer was yes to Jesus. Um, At a little under five years old, he witnessed to his almost three-year-old brother Seth and helped me lead Seth to Jesus. I'm so thankful for his witness as just a little boy. So praise the Lord. He's still witnessing today. (laughs) Praise the Lord. So two years after we had Gideon... We had our second son, Seth, Seth Alexander Kidwell. There is just pure joy when I think about this son. He brings such laughter and fun, and he is a marvelous, unique creation. I love watching what the Lord is doing in our sons' lives. When they walk in, the sunshine just floods into my life. I'm just so thankful, and it's because of Jesus. I just want to encourage you to express to your children, um, even um, grown children, um, how much joy they bring to you. And I would say that even if you don't have children, express to others how much joy they bring to you. When, it, when we express love and appreciation, it just always lifts and encourages Being a mother to these two men is one of the highest joys of my life. Um, Before moving on from talking about my boys, I just want to say thank you to these two men of God and to their dad. Um, You see, for about six years, I went through a lot of sickness. Um, I had nerve pain starting from my neck and going down my shoulders into my arms. And um, I was very ill, and I would have days and sometimes weeks where um, I was just very weak and sick, and the doctors tried to figure out what was wrong with me and took lots of tests and blood, and they couldn't figure it out. But um, praise the Lord for my boys and my husband. Along with that physical suffering, um, my immune system kind of shut down for a year, and I was sick pretty much back to back. Um, I'm sure you noticed I was missing from a lot of church services, and um, just a lot of your lives, I... I couldn't have as many people in my home and different things, but the Lord was with us, and he was helping my boys um, and my husband serve me. My body was weak, but praise be to God, my boys served me. They brought me water and food, and they would help me go from room to room. Um, When my feet were cold, they would even put socks on my feet. It just does something to your heart, thinking about the tenderness and the love of Jesus flowing out of them um, to their mother. And Derek did many, many things with taking care of the house and taking care of our sons and helping me to teach them in the middle of this because we homeschool. So that had to continue on, and so Derek was a huge help with that. Behold the goodness of the Lord, and I am so thankful so thankful that over the last two years, my health is, has started improving, and I'm so thankful I'm not catching as many things, and um, I just am so thankful for it, so thankful for it. Um, I'm so thankful for, um, to Jesus for a husband with a vision to support and encourage me to stay home and to teach and train our, our sons to establish God's kingdom in our home. So, I just want to call Derek up. So thankful for this man. Wonderful. Um, now, I could end here <laughs> with a sweet, um, dear story of God's faithfulness through the beauty of my life. Or I could go on to speak of homeschooling or <laughs> Derek and I's passion for raising godly children and training children. Um, I could finish with a story of um, Derek getting this wonderful job, or um, just recently the Lord gave us a beautiful home. There's so, mu- so much to be thankful for. Um, but that's not what God wants. <laughs> I tried to talk about many other things, <laughs> believe me. I would write things out and then just have to rip them out because I knew that that's not what the Lord wanted me to talk about. And so I just have to... Obey him, and I, he wants me to bear my soul to you, his bride, and for us to behold his goodness and his faithfulness in the light of sorrow and suffering. James 1, 3 says, knowing this, that the trial of your faith worketh patience. I think I surprised Derek a little bit. Did I surprise you a little bit <laughs> when, I, when I told you about what I was going to talk about? Yeah, <laughs> because normally I'm a very um, open person. Um, I'm, I'm not that private of a person. I'm very just open. Um, but this area I have been extremely private about um, just because it was so hard on me, and it was hard for me to even talk to Derek about it for many years. Um but praise the Lord. The Lord knows that tonight's the night to talk about it, and so here we go. <laughs> um, about 14 years ago, Gideon was four years old, and Seth was about two years old. Um, we had a strong desire for our next child. I um, I say next because as long as I can remember, um. I've always desired lots of children. Um, I told my mother growing up that I wanted um, 10 girls and 10 boys. (laughs) Well, as an adult, I didn't expect to have 20 (laughs) children like Susanna Wesley. (laughs) I did desire many children. Um, As month by month passed, a deep unexplainable sorrow crept across my heart and unless you have um desired um children or more children and not been able to then it's hard to explain to you the depth of sorrow uh, thank you jesus at the at the time i had um never thank you sweetie At the time I had never heard the term secondary infertility, which is infertility for people who already have one or more children. Now I'm not saying that I have this because I don't believe in claiming or saying you have things. Um, I believe the word of the Lord. (laughs) For years and years we prayed and sought the Lord. We fasted together, we believed. Our boys were so little (coughs) at the time, and they prayed earnestly and are still praying to this day. Even on the way here, (laughs) he didn't know what I was going to talk about, but they pray faithfully. (laughs) God revealed (laughs) a name for our child um, to Derek. And at the same time, just a little bit later, God revealed the same to me, and we didn't know that he had revealed the same thing. Um, Later, a young man uh, was sitting on our couch, and he's like, you guys really need to have another child, and he gave us this name, and it was the same name. So (laughs) praise the Lord. (laughs) Hallelujah. after a while, God also revealed to a wonderful man of God that within a year <laughs> that we, a child would come, and he said to count it out. Um, we did, um, but no child has come. Um, but I want to say before I go on that I appreciate that man praying and um telling us about it, because um, you don't look at circumstances, you look to Jesus, and um, you believe no matter what, because we may not understand, but the Lord sees it, and he knows. So anyway, during this about 14 years, I started wrestling with God. I believe the scriptures, and I believe the word of the Lord. I do not doubt his name. Or what he says. But yet I wrestled. And after months and years passed, a thought, not a good thought, that hope is cruel came to me. Hope is not cruel, people. (laughs) You have to believe the word of the Lord. Resist that thought. Love hopeth all things. Hope is life. Hope brings joy. Do not allow the enemy to plant false beliefs in your heart or in your mind. We can't compare our circumstances or situations to what God has done or is doing in others' others' lives. With God's help, as years passed, my sweet friends and family have been blessed with many children. Child after child has come, and we have, by God's grace, rejoiced with them. I pray for them to have more. I, I prayed for Elaine to come. Um, I knew it was the desire of Jen's heart that she would have a girl, and so I prayed for Jen. Praise God. It just blesses my heart that Jesus has given us Elaine. Uh, um, we must, as a people of God, rejoice with those who rejoice and weep with those who mourn. And there is a mourning to walking this out. Uh, And it's not just women that mourn with it, it, it's husbands and and these sweet boys who have mourned as well. But we keep walking and we keep believing. After all this wrestling and soul searching and heart sorrow, the phrase that my two feet landed on and that they landed squarely on is that God is good. Behold, God is good. Whatever your circumstances, storms, trials, heartaches, losses of jobs or dreams, um, my mother's sickness, um, whatever you have gone through or are going through, the good stuff and the hard stuff is that God is good and he has a plan. He never changes. He is not random. So whatever you go through, you must understand the truth of who God is and filter your life through that perspective. I want you to know that he never fails. Grab a hold of the truth. Command your soul to rise up, O man of God. Rise up, O woman of God. Fight the good fight, for we wrestle not against flesh and blood, but against principalities, against powers, against the rulers of darkness of this world, against spiritual wickedness in high places. But praise be to God. Behold, greater is he that is in you than he that is in this world. Even if you didn't receive from your parents an armor of love, all you need is to talk to Jesus. He has given us spiritual armor. His words throughout the Bible can prepare us for battle. Faithful is he to accomplish this work. Like my father said, we can't look back, press daily, endure, and overcome. My father would tell us, set your face like a flint. Advance upon your enemy and don't give him any ground or footholds, especially when in the middle of suffering. I'm here to tell you, and I hope you can hear me on this, that the only way through the most hard and difficult times in your life is to behold him, to dance and to sing and to praise and to worship him. That is the only way through it. That is the only way to come through it. Like Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego came through the fire. They beheld Jesus, and they were not burned. Their clothes did not even smell of smoke. He is faithful, and he is good. Sometimes things are confusing in this fallen world, but trust in the Lord and lean not to your own understanding. God's timing is perfect, even when we don't understand. (laughs) And like Derek told me, sitting on our couch last night, (laughs) uh, I was wrestling with this talk, um, but Derek sent me a text and he said, don't wrestle, nestle. (laughs) Uh, Years ago he was working and he left his book it was a book by Coryton Ten Boom in the squad car. He came home, and his eyes kind of got big, and he said, I forgot that book in my squad car. <laughs> <That was a laughs> don't wrestle, just nestle. <laughs> I believe this to be so important. We must nestle into the heart of God. When you are hurting or confused, don't run. Nestle in and rest in his arms. Rest in the fact that He sees and understands things and situations that we don't see or understand. He does have a plan for each one. We must behold Him, just behold Him. Amen. Behold the beauty of the Lord. Amen. I so appreciate this church and my friends and my fi- my family. Um, not just blood on my side but on Derek's side as well they have walked Um, you all have walked um, with us and have carried and lifted me and us without even knowing it so many times your prayers and just your words and your love throughout our life have just carried us through I just love you all so very very much and I hope you're encouraged by my testimony tonight And as I finish, I'd like to pray for you all, and those even that are watching. Some of my friends couldn't come tonight, and um, I just want to pray for you all. And then Jen and I are going to lead a song. So thank you, Jesus. Well, Jesus, we just come to you. We come before you with praise and adoration, and we behold you. You're worthy of all praise and all honor and all glory. We just thank you, dear Jesus, for each one here tonight, each one that's listening or may see this later. I just pray that you'd work in their, in their hearts and in their lives, that you would draw them to you, dear Jesus. I pray, dear Jesus, that you would walk with them through their trials because for every child of God, we're going to go through some trials And so I just pray that they would run to you and nestle into you and that you would walk with them. And I just praise you and thank you. And you have given us a victorious spirit. In Jesus' name, amen.